This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's your daily crunch. Coming up, the NSA argues buying data is entirely legal until a U.S. court says otherwise. But first, three local councils in the United Kingdom continue to experience disruption to their online services a week after confirming a cyber attack had knocked some systems offline. The councils for Canterbury, Dover, and Thanet, all of which are based in the UK county of Kent and have a combined population of almost 500,000 residents, said last week that they were jointly investigating an unspecified cyber incident that had disrupted council tax payments and online forms. Questions remain about the incident, including whether personal data was accessed. Robert Davis, a spokesperson for Canterbury City Council, told TechCrunch last week that the council's initial investigation suggests that no customer data was accessed. However, the UK's Information Commissioner's Office told TechCrunch on Friday that the data regulator has received a breach report from the three councils. TechCrunch understands that the ongoing incident is linked to EKS, or East Kent Services. EKS was set up by Canterbury, Dover, and Thanet in 2011 before it was outsourced to Civica in 2018 and is used by all three councils to deliver a number of IT and HR services, including payments, benefits, and debt recovery. Up next, the U.S. National Security Agency is buying vast amounts of commercially available web browsing data on Americans without a warrant, according to the agency's outgoing director. NSA Director General Paul Nakasone disclosed the practice in a letter to Senator Ron Wyden, a privacy hawk and senior Democrat on the Senate Intelligence Committee. Wyden published the letter on Thursday. Nakasone said the NSA purchases various types of information from data brokers for foreign intelligence, cybersecurity, and authorized mission purposes, and that some of the data may come from devices used outside and, in certain cases, inside the United States. NetFlow records contain non-content information, also known as metadata, about the flow and volume of Internet traffic over a network, which can reveal where Internet connections came from and which servers pass data to another. NetFlow data can be used to track network activity traffic through VPNs and can help identify servers and networks used by malicious hackers. The NSA did not say from which providers it buys commercially available Internet records. The practice of the U.S. intelligence community buying large sets of commercially available data from private data brokers, while not new, was only publicly disclosed in June 2023. 
And with over 3 million users and plans to open up more broadly in the months ahead, Blue Sky is still establishing itself as an alternative to Twitter slash X. However, that hasn't stopped the developer community from embracing the project and building tools to meet the needs of those fleeing the now Elon Musk-owned social network, formerly known as Twitter. One such project is Deck.Blue, a Blue Sky-flavored version of Twitter's beloved TweetDeck, the latter which became a paid service last year and has been rebranded as XPro. With Deck.Blue, Blue Sky users can view posts on the social network in the column-based format popularized by TweetDeck, including things like their home timeline, notifications, likes, lists, or even custom feeds. They can also take advantage of features like support for multiple accounts and scheduling of posts. The Deck.Blue app, which is currently available on the web, was built by 25-year-old Gildasio Filo, a Sao Paulo, Brazil-based software engineer who, by day, works on the music collaboration app Indaband. He's teamed up with Japanese developer Shinya Kato, who handles more of the back-end infrastructure and works with the API. Now let's hear what's happening in the world of startups. Krithram, an AI startup founded by Ola founder Bhavish Agarwal, said it has raised a funding round that values it at $1 billion. The startup founded last year is the fastest to become a unicorn in India, it claimed in a press statement. It's also the first Indian AI startup to become a unicorn, it said. Krithram, which means artificial in Sanskrit, is building a large language model that has been trained on local Indian languages in addition to English. Coast Capital, a new Danish venture capital fund, is out to bring better food to more people. Coast means diet in the Scandinavian language, but it will most likely be difficult to stick to one while working there. That's because Coast Capital shares space with Coast Studio, a food development studio that doubles as a test kitchen for universities and markets to collaborate and develop novel food products. Coast Capital invests in pre-seed and seed startups across Europe, focusing on B2B inputs in the future of food. That's all for today. I'm Imran Sheikh, and for more from TechCrunch, go to TechCrunch.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.